Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be really hopefully encouraging, hopefully clarifying for you if you've been in kind of a couple different places. I have these two different pictures in my mind and I can't decide if I'm supposed to be talking to one or the other, but I do have this poll to talk to you about this. So maybe you're in a season and you feel like you've been putting in so much work like behind the scenes work and uh, no one is really paying attention like you want them to or that um, you're not getting the recognition that you know that you're capable of or um, that you should be moving faster than you thought. And so you maybe feel like a little bit unseen and that can cause some uh, discouragement or uh, feel disheartened as you be persistent in your uh, growth journey. And so that is something that I know a lot of people can relate to, uh, including me. And I think that's why it pulls on my heart so much. And then there's this other camp of people who I feel like almost deal with similar things in different ways. And maybe maybe you're experiencing both, which is why I think this is so important to say both. So the other camp of person is the person who experiences like roller coasters of motivation, where you get like in this zone of so fired up, you have a vision for what you want to do. You feel like there's no limit to what you can do and you can picture yourself on stages on in interviews and on podcasts and doing important work or, or at least feeling like dang people finally see what I'm doing and like you you have those moments where you see it but then you, the next day or the next week or maybe you've run out of all the content that you planned and now you feel dry again so you're on this roller coaster of motivation and feeling dry and that doesn't feel good because you know what you're capable of. You know that you have a vision. You know that what you're doing is important, but why can't you sustain it? What's wrong? And I just want to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your vision. There's nothing wrong with what you want to do. Because sometimes, you know, we talk to a lot of people who come through the program and they'll say, well, I'm like, if I'm doing this inconsistently, then is it me or is it, did I pick the wrong thing or what's happening? And I just want to tell you that there's, probably nothing wrong with what you've chosen to do. Okay, there might be a chance that you need to pivot, but let's just say that you do not because most of the time it is not a pivot that is required to keep you consistent or motivated or on fire. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're not, you know, too distracted. You're not too unmotivated. You're not too excited. You know, you're not too anything. You are fine. What's happened in both of these situations where you're feeling a little bit discouraged and unseen, and then you're also maybe feeling that roller coaster of motivation, what's happening, honestly, is that th- there's a system that's broken. And what's crazy is that when the word system is used, 
it honestly could sound external. It could sound like, oh, do I need to like get organized? Do I need to have my environment look and feel better? Do I need to do well, something external that helps you feel like, you know, you need to plan content better or, or whatever. And while all that kind of stuff is fine, the good news is that it's actually way simpler than that and that it's not something external. There's not an external system that you need to get on the right kind of even the word consistent isn't even doing it justice because there is a way for you to feel not only fulfilled on the growth journey, even when you're unseen, that could be part of the most fulfilling part of your work. 20 years from now, when you are on stages and you are in interviews and you are making all the money you want to make, you can look back at the days where you were unseen, you were a little seed in the ground, and you think that those were the best days of your entire career. Because you know that that was when your mind was strengthened, your heart was purified, and you really got clear on what you wanted to do. And what this really boils down to is you developing and nourishing and growing your faith, belief, faith and belief in your purpose. And I'm, I want to read you something from the Guide Culture Workbook. We say, worthy things are challenging with peaks and valleys. This is normal. Faith and belief, along with your strong purpose, will endure through the storms. Soldiers do not get distracted by civilian affairs. And I just want to tell you today that no matter how small, unseen, distracted, unmotivated, no matter how you feel today, I want to tell you the truth. And that the truth is that you are a soldier on a mission. And what a soldier does is they keep their eyes forward. They keep it knowing that they are here to serve someone. They are on a mission. And a mission means that you are not, you're not confused about what you're doing. You know that there is a direct purpose. And all the stuff that comes up on either side of you, whether it be doubt or a question or am I, am I using the right colors? You know, all these things that can come up and distract us and make us overthink and um, feel behind or whatever. All of this is civilian affairs. None of it is your ultimate purpose. They are, they are accessories to your purpose. But a soldier looks at the mission and your mission is to love and serve people. At the end of the day, that is all your job is. And so when I'm when I'm we're talking about how do you have an internal system that keeps you so like a soldier? How do you how do you work in from the inside? Because if it's not external, then what is it? So I just want to talk through like an internal system that you can grow and create and cultivate for yourself that keeps you in the right mindset, that keeps your heart strong. And honestly, like I said, makes these early days, or even if you've reached a new level and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to sustain this? Like, this is more work. This is harder. You know, like wherever you are, you can have an internal system that makes you feel, you know, in control and steady. And like you can sustain this for the long haul, which is really what's important because people need you to stay strong. Um, the first thing I want to say is that one of the most important things you can do is to control your input. You know, you, you can't control uh, what Instagram's going to do, what the algorithm's going to do. Um, you can't control so many different things about the external world, but you can control what you put into your mind and into your heart. Because what we know is that your subconscious mind is about 90% of your mind and it really is the rudder that steers your ship. Your mind, you're not even, it's not even the mind that you're making decisions worth. It's making the mind that feels the way you should be making your decisions. So that gut brain, that 90% of your brain, that is what you need to be feeding and really giving that continuous dose of like 
positive mental nutrition. So there's so many ways you can do this. I mean, through scripture, through worship music, through prayer, through journaling, through um, books like Psychology of Winning. And um, we have an entire books list um, on our website. And, you know, things that really keep you reminded that you are not alone, that you not only um, can you do this, but so many people have gone before you and overcome this. Um, I will tell you a couple books off the top of my head right now. Um, Grit by Angela Duckworth is really encouraging because she talks about how the best of the best people, they do the same kind of mundane things over and over, but they get more interested in it. They go deeper in the kind of boring things and then they get more fascinated by it. They see more, you know, nuances to what they do and it's all, all of a sudden become this like diamond that was just kind of a diamond and now it's been purified and they see it more clearly and it's more beautiful because they've stayed with it long and they've gone deeper. So grit is really cool and encouraging you on that. And then the slight edge is a book I read really early on in my journey. Uh, if, if this podcast were me to my old self, um, the book slight edge is what I needed to hear. And it really is about how just that one degree difference every day makes you so, like unrecognizable in no time in in six months and a year like really the blink of an eye you're a different person because you are making those slight edge changes that no one really notices if you don't do it no one really notices that you choose a healthier breakfast no one really knows that you're staying hydrated no one cares that you're going to bed at you know 8 30 or 9 instead of midnight on your phone or whatever but you know that that is the slight edge that keeps you feeling healthy and on track and you know you might be thinking, well, Catherine, how does any of this have to do with me like feeling unseen? You know, this is what this is what it has to do with because feeling unseen is is almost placing blame on the external world when your internal world can be so filled up by being reminded about what you do, why you do what you do, how you how you can improve how you serve people and let that be overflow because when you are filling yourself up to overflow, you can't help but serve people. Um, and if you ever need help communicating how to serve people, go to the Guide Culture website or message us on Instagram and just ask like, how can I get more? How can I get better at this? Because I know there's something in me. You can message us and we will talk you through that. See if the program, the eight-week signature program is right for you. But it matters so much that you get your internal world right because feeling unseen is temporary. But let me just tell you that I believe that God is preparing you for the stage, for being seen. You always want the light within you to be brighter than the light that is on you. And sometimes we just have to be honest with ourselves and work on the light within us uh, before we are even worthy or ready for the light that shines on us. And I hope that encourages you and just know that your time is coming. I, it reminds me of the story of David, um, King David in the Old Testament, where he was, God chose him to be king over Israel and he was just a young guy like I'm I think he was probably around like 16 or something when um, God chose him and the way that this happened was there was already a king in Israel and he had sons already so so obviously the sons of the king were going to be the successors to the throne that's just how it works but God said no this is actually gonna be different there's someone else that needs to be king and so he got picked out of the lineup of his own brothers because he was not the son of the king of Israel and he was the youngest brother and he was not even like around like when the one of the priests were going to anoint this future king and he was like, God was like, hey, the, the person who's going to be king is like not even in this lineup. Like 
he's actually out. Like someone needs to go find the last brother. So where was David? If he wasn't in the lineup of uh, the, Jesse's sons, where was he? He was actually out in the, like he was being a shepherd. He was already out doing his work. He was being disciplined to where God had him at the time. And he learned so many things doing that. He learned how to take like fight lions and bears and like so many things with his strength and he grew faith in God through that and so when he was king he was way stronger in his heart than um than he would have been had he just been handed something too soon but he was developed from a young age and really had the right heart uh for what he was doing and so that's where you can really have confidence that God sees you you're not unseen and that you can actually be picked out of nowhere, out of the darkest unseen hole and be put where you're supposed to be put. And so that's why this message is so important because it requires you to trust that and to stay faithful to that. No matter what you believe, if you don't believe anything I just said more and it's just a story to you, then that's great. Honestly, that's fine. Just know that the principle is true, that the light within you needs to be brighter than the light that shines on you. And this is just some kind of things that you can do to grow that light um, in you. And one of the things additionally that you can do is to be around the right people. Part of your input is the people around you. Like what are the people around you saying? What are they talking about? What are their conversations like? Um, I see a lot of, you know, entrepreneur and motivation posts, you know, they talk about like being in a room with people who make this much money and have this much blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's definitely true, you know, to an extent because, it's great to be around people who are more successful than you. At the end of the day, what will make the biggest difference is to be around people who pour into your spirit and that really remind you of like why the work you do matters so much. So I just want to encourage you to get in rooms where there are other people um, on the same mission as you. And even if you don't do the same thing, like that's why uh, trainings and in-person events and masterminds are so important because you're with people who are having the same types of conversations and usually believe the same things that you do about growth and goals and service and loving people. So really want to encourage you in that. And if you are listening to this and you are a guide culture graduate, there is the one and only in-person event for 2022 happening in January. So we can uh, link some details about that below if that's something that you want to be a part of. Um, just priceless to be around the right people. And I actually saw this, one of our graduates actually posted, oh, Kinsley posted um, a quote by James Clear. And it said something about how, like, if you're seeking new friends or you're seeking new connections in business, like, don't go seeking friends. Like, the person who's seeking friends is, like, kind of weird. It's like, why are you looking at me funny? Why are you, like, why are you staring at me, you know? Or if you're going to make connections, so you join a yoga studio so that you can like connect with people like people can tell and like that's kind of weird but what James says is go go be on mission like go learn stuff go be a part of trainings go be a part of courses and clubs and activities and then go like mesh with people like just go meet them on your journey to making yourself better and that's why this is such an inside game because so much of what we try to do as entrepreneurs business owners goal setters we try to make our external environment align with our goals like oh i want to meet new people i want to you know get my content right i want to da 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 when really it's all about us growing ourselves as leaders um that people want to follow that people want to be aligned with that people are magnetized to 
And it starts with us and it is a huge personal responsibility. And what's really cool though, is that even though it feels simple, even too simple, it is the way that results come. This is part of the classic be, do, have formula. You be the right person. And the things that you need to do, they're kind of naturally going to come from the, the spirit and the heart that you have pulled toward, you know, the way you do your work or the way that you reach out to people or the way, the way that you connect with people. That's, that's going to come way more naturally when you focus on the most important part, which is being the right person. And then your results are a very natural byproduct. Not that they're not hard work, but they're a much more natural byproduct of all that. So the last, you know, thing we're talking about input and that's things that you are feeding your mind. And then there's this other piece that is the story that you tell yourself and in having this self-talk because the story you tell yourself is the most important story that you'll ever tell because you spend the most time with yourself, the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you think is influencing that subconscious 90% of your brain more than you could ever imagine. And so being able to really control that and take, um, ownership over the fact that we can change our brains. If you've always been told that you had ADD and that you can't focus, but you know, it's fine because that's just how you are or whatever. And you don't want to be that way anymore. You want to be focused and disciplined and getting stuff done. You can rewire your brain. You really can. And I'm not talking about a medical diagnosis. I'm talking about the story you tell yourself. If you say, well, I'm always unorganized or I'm always late or I'm always, you know, the one that no one ever engages with on Instagram or, or, I, this is stupid. Like if you keep telling yourself that, then of course it's going to be true. So how do we talk to ourselves in a way that empowers our story? Not, not to puff us up, but to actually help us be of better service to other people around us and to be more confident in the way we approach everything. Because kind of going back to that networking example of like, if you go to a yoga studio to make connections, that, that, and that's an external thing. People usually don't like that because it's kind of, it's like you're seeking external something to fill a void that you don't have. And so you can actually be confident in your own self and then let other people want to come and be your friend. Do you know what I'm saying? And want to connect with you. So that's what we kind of talked about before, but starting with your own brain and being the kind of person and thinking the kind of thoughts that a leader would think, um, even if you don't feel them. So if you are disorganized and, you're all, and you are all over the place and you do show up places late, you can rewire your way of thinking to one, be thankful for what you do have. Be thankful for the, the gifts that you do have. And I challenge you to think through, you know, three a day. What are three things that you can be truly thankful for a day that helps you get in a position of like, dang, I'm like, I have a lot going for me. And then really removing doubt in maybe what you've thought about yourself in the past by replacing it with something more encouraging and affirming to yourself. Like I am task oriented. I do finish what I start. I am someone that people look up to. And even if that feels all, none of that feels true, good. Because that's the point. The point is that you are, um, that you are rewiring your brain from the old into the new. It is so possible. Um, it is very uh, how our brains were made uh, to capture old thoughts and replace them with new thoughts and to meditate on things that are good and pure and noble. And so I just really encourage you to do that. And as you are maybe writing the highs and lows of motivation or feeling unseen or whatever, I just want you to, to not obsess over what, what could be in the future because all you can do is grow today, but to just 
give yourself some time every day or a few times a week to just imagine the possibilities, to just believe that something is true and that your time is coming. It's just a matter of time. Um, I really believe that the people who do who time does catch up with sooner are the ones who focus on their own their own growth, being better, being the kind of person people want to connect with, to buy from, to grow with. I really believe that those are the people who time catches up with quicker. But just believe that. Believe that the possibility is endless and embrace the challenge of being in the ground, being the seed in the ground, um, knowing that that is the hard part. You think about what a, a plant has to go through once it's a seed. It needs to be softened by water. It needs to break out of the shell of the seed um, and then root into the ground. And think of all the tension that a weak, brand new little root has to go through to break through dirt, you know, soil, and then come up out of the ground. Do you think, like, there's probably more steps to that than any eye has ever seen. And it's just incredible. Um, and, you know, sometimes we just want to be a potted plant with that we're just a potted flower and we just showed up here and we're beautiful. And, and I think what God's looking at us and saying is like, hey, you're a redwood tree. You're in a big, wide forest. There's no limit to what you can do. You're not a potted plant. You are a redwood tree. So like buckle down, put some roots down and like, let's get to work because you can do this and you were made for a great grand purpose. Um, do not doubt for a second that your life is like anything but purposeful um, and just stay focused on mission. And I just believe that when you think like this, when you have a heart like this for yourself and for other people, your possibilities are endless. And when it does come, it's going to be so much more fulfilling because you know you did this the right way and it's sustainable and you can pour out to other people even better. And so I just want to encourage you today to trust this process. If you need like a tool, um, like I said, you don't need external tools. You can control your input. You can control your self-talk. You can do all this on your own. If you do feel like you need a physical tool to help you, that is where daily deposit could be really helpful. It's the daily five-part journal that helps you um, be thankful. Um, remind yourself of what you're learning focus on five tasks that actually help you move forward. Um, even on days where you don't feel like it, even on days where you even feel like you're riding a high, how can you keep moving forward um, and end the day feeling successful and um, rewire your brain from old thoughts to new thoughts? So that would be helpful for you. We'll link it in the show notes as well. Um, it's daily deposit by guide culture. Um, I think there's even a free download where you can try it, um, but it makes a great gift too for like a business bestie or something like that. Um, but just know that we all believe in you so much. I believe in you. If this has resonated with you at all, you can let us know on the guide culture, Instagram or personal messages or reviewing the podcast. That would mean so much. Um, if any of this resonates with you. So I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. I hope this encouraged you, puts a fire in your spirit to go do the thing that you were put on this earth to do. And we cannot wait to see you back here next time. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.